I um, got the new phone, and Ooh. it came with a like like you can get a supercharger for it. From the time we like hopped on the Zoom, my phone went from fifteen to ninety. Dude, what? What kind of phone is it? It's an iPhone. Yeah, yeah, it's the iPhone. But the like charger you can get for any phone. It's like the one that I don't came trust with that. the iPad. I don't trust that one bit. Oh, so it's just like a bigger. It's a what? bigger block. Yeah. Are you like? Has your phone been hot? Is it hot when you touch it? No. Oh. I don't trust that. I. Uh, I wouldn't that just blow if my it phone wasn't on, Apple. But because oh, so it is an Apple thing. It's an Apple product. Yeah. Oh. So okay, I. Well, that. Yeah. Okay, that changes things slightly. I don't not trust Apple, but I mean, their stuff on average, blows up a lot less than their competitors, so... So true. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how, like, more didn't happen off of those Samsung phones blowing up. Dude, it's crazy how, in general, that proves that everyone's just walking around with a little explosive device in their pocket. Yeah. Think, like, someone could hack it and make them explode at any time. That's wild. I doubt that... Like, I don't know, though. Seems like, like there's been a movie like that. Probably. Isn't that Chris Hemsworth Black Hat movie? That sounds right. I'm, like, I don't even know if that's true. It sounds like it could be. It's not Eagle Eye, right? That's no, just Eagle shy being watched. Eye is, like, just AI, and then that somehow contrives ways to kill people. Wait, I thought, oh, no, the one with the... Yeah, okay. Yeah, because Eagle Eye is the AI with Shia. Mm-hmm. Great. Movie. And then Disturbia is Shia under house arrest with the murder neighbor. Ooh, I haven't seen that one. Oh, I haven't seen it either. All the way through. I've seen bits and pieces throughout my life. I think we should watch it and talk about it. I agree. Have you ever... I... Um, have you heard of Wind River? Yeah, we talked about this. Are you texting me about this? I need to watch it. It's on my list. Oh, dude. It was one of the best movies I've seen in a while. Ben Bagel told me to watch it. Oh, what if I... There's another... Oh, Hell or High Water. I've heard that it's similar to that, but like a uh, snowy version of it, for lack of a better way of describing it. I I haven't seen that one, but Ben Bagel said watch that one after I watched. I fucking love Ben Bagel. He says... He prefers Wind River, um, but yeah, it's Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen. Wow, Marvel. Yeah, back in, I don't even think it was that, like, before Avengers. I think it was. Nah, it was like 2016, I'm gonna guess. Yeah, yeah. Am I right? Um, I thought you were looking it up. Let me check. I was gonna believe you. 2017. So, close enough. Damn. Which I was is... going to say 2017 first, but that was when uh, Infinity War... No, yeah, that was Infinity War. That was the War. next year. Well, yeah. Was it? No, Infinity War was 18. Yeah. Okay. But spring 18, and this came out... Hold, please. Do you think Jeremy Renner talks about his app in it? His what? Didn't he start, like, a social media app? Did he? 
Yeah. I think the problem was that like a bunch of people then made accounts as Jeremy Renner. And then a bunch of other people thought it was actually Jeremy Renner. I forgot about that. <laughs> and then all the Jeremy Renner accounts just kind of cannibalized the site through like real people and bots. Is I'm like eighty percent sure what happened. <laughs> Have you listened to any of his music? Only the, the little thirty, 30 second, second snippet, snippet in ads. No. And, and from, from that, that, I remember being like, like, you know what, dude's got a voice. Yeah, it's like not half bad. It's definitely it definitely only exists because he's Jeremy Renner. Would you say it's at least a quarter bad, though? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Oof. <coughs> it's, like, okay. above average enough to where, like, if he went to L.A. and wasn't a really famous actor, like, he would get meetings with record labels, but they would just be like, there's nothing to set you apart from anyone else. I mean, that hasn't stopped him before, though, buddy. Oh, no doubt, but... That doesn't stop him right now. I'm just saying, I don't think we would have heard of him if he was not like I think he would be pretty low level like open end tours for people whatever let's start the show welcome to the Unruly Geese Podcast this week your goose is loose in Disney World to Tampa for the Super Bowl this week. Should be pretty fun. Oh, bitch. Yeah. Tom Brady, the GOAT, hooked us up with passes. We are excited. Thanks, Tom. Um, yeah, Tom's all right, but that's not the GOAT we're here to talk about today, Luke. No, because we were flying over Disney World and got in an argument about who the Disney GOAT is. Yeah. You're dumb fuck who's wrong, and I'm going to prove it today with facts and evidence and all right arguments, probably. So, yeah, can't probably won't be half bad, maybe. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> but here's what we're doing. We're throwing out Disney kind of OG films here, so the princess films and the original animated, no Pixar. But we're just going to go through them and hash it out and see who the Disney goat is. We got several questions that we are going to use to decide this. So let's dive in with just which is the best movie? Um, I mean, I don't know, do you want to, I, first, I feel like I have to break it down into sections, so there's like the original, there's the, the OG, the classic princesses, and personally, I don't feel like any of those are it, there's some that are, like, I think Sleeping Beauty and Aurora definitely has some high points for, like, the color on display, but personally, I lean more towards, like, one of the more recent ones, like Hercules, Mulan, Lion King. I don't know. What do you What do you got so far? Yeah, I mean, we got to go with the classics first: uh, Mulan, Hercules, Aladdin, um, Lion King, of course, as well. I 
I mean, we have some of the newer group as well, the Frozens, the Princess and the Frog, Tangled. Um, I think Tarzan kind of rides the line between there as well, too. But I don't think any of those are mm. as good as kind of those classic OG ones. The ones, you know, like I have a... I have memories of sitting in my allergy clinic waiting room, waiting to get an allergy shot, watching Mulan every time. Like, there's is that your is that your main criteria for if a movie's a, a classic or not? No, I'm saying there needs to be a nostalgia impact, <laughs> and having those specific memories really like helps tie that nostalgia to it. Like that's fair. You you definitely have a memory singing "Make a Man Out of You" from Mulan with your best friends or something like that. You, Doc, everyone still... has one of those stories that I feel like is gonna make their choice here. Their choice. So, I mean, you're right, but also just as a side note and a counterpoint, all in one, I still get hyped by singing "Make a Man Out of You." So that's just a a bad choice. Oh, no, that's a great an option song. here. So, here's the deal, bro. It's Hercules. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, really? It was that easy? <laughs> no, it's... Hercules has everything. It has great music. It has really good side characters. It has a really well-defined plot. It has Greek mythology, which is... Or Roman mythology, whatever Hercules yeah. is, which is always badass. It's... It's the most rewatchable one. It's it's the best one. Yeah, and I'd argue like in terms of plot and like being about mythology, like you're saying, it really is kind of on its own here. You know, maybe maybe Aladdin and Mulan get points for being kind of like a a. Um, it's not like a full on alternative to normal Disney movies but it's definitely not like a princess story like a cinderella or a a snow white or a sleeping beauty story it's definitely got that x factor to me that really puts it over the top um so damn yeah i was expecting you to fight but all right i guess so hercules i think maybe a second would be tarzan um i was thinking tarzan too but more of a dark horse i think we are kind of overlooking lion king a little bit by a little bit, I mean that I think this is the first time that's been brought up. So that is true. Which it has some of the best music as well, which I feel like has became a key criteria here. But it it just doesn't. It's not as fully fleshed out as the plots of Hercules or Tarzan are. It has definite moments, but it just feels like. There's not as many. It doesn't feel as robust. The scenes. Yeah, I will say without the like Disney magic of the original song and animation and colors and everything being so bright and vibrant, in the like the lack of that in the live action one definitely kind of drew some of those flaws in the plot to the forefront, and like it really ultimately my biggest issue with it if you want to call it an issue, just the reason why I wouldn't call it the best personally, it's just that it is a watered down version of Hamlet that once you become old enough mm-hmm. to like acknowledge that, then it's just, to me, it's hard to put that alongside something that, you know, Hercules isn't a 100% original story because it's also based on something, but it's, uh, you know, at least the, I would say the plot itself is more of a creative Liberty than the Lion Kings. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That, 
That's a great way to say it. So, Hercules movie is the best. Um, what is the best... What movie has the best character, though? Because while we were saying that Lion King isn't as robust or as, as original of a story as some of these other films, there are some great characters in that one. You have Timon and Pumbaa, who are one of the most dynamic duos in animated film. Um, yeah, what are your what are some of your thoughts here? Well, I mean, ultimately, this question boils down to me as like not which one has the best character, but who is still the coolest character in both their movie and then amongst all the other coolest characters from all the other movies. And just right off the bat, I'm going to be straight up front. Last category's winner, Hercules, is far from the coolest character in that movie. You've got Hades. You've got motherfucking Phil, Danny DeVito. You got Pegasus, which, hey, I think Pegasus, not talking shit on Hercules, I just think, like, all those characters are so cool. So, to me... Even Meg is pretty great. Yeah, I don't want to say it, but yeah, no, 100%. Um, I think just out of this group, I think Mulan stands out as probably the coolest character in her movie. Um, Yeah. Hmm, Who would it be in Lion King? I don't know, man. That's what I'm thinking about. I mean, I want to say Simba, but he is also kind of... Kind He's of a kind trash of a, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, hmm. I don't know. I Who don't would know, you man. say I mean, is the best uh, in Beauty and the Beast, though? Because it's damn well not Belle. No. Uh, no disrespect, Belle. But, it, I mean, it comes down to, it's obvious. It's Beast or, uh, actually, no. Beast is a simp. Get out of here. It comes down to Gaston or... I can't decide between the talking. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't decide between the talking uh, household appliances and objects. Oh, and Lefou, Lefou, the little uh, Gaston simp. No, dude, he's not. Get out of here, dude. Okay, he's above Bell. That was my point. I honestly think that Anna is the coolest character in Frozen. I don't know if that's a hot take, but... I, I don't think it is. Um, Elsa's kind of a basic character. She's... I just... She's more complex, and, like, she makes more mistakes due to her flaws, where, like, Anna gets more done due to her, like, stubbornness, which just comes off as, like, more sound of a person, you know? But if you walked into the kingdom there, and they were like, Grant, you can hang out with Anna, or you can hang out with Elsa... Do you even think twice oh, about dude. going and hanging out with Anna? No, dude. Yeah, I do, because Elsa's got ice magic. Yeah, if she's not being whiny and wants to use it. Well, are we talking about the end of Frozen 1 or the end of Frozen 2? Because the answer to both is she wants to use it. I'm talking about the beginning of Frozen 1. What? Yeah. Literally all these characters suck at the beginning of their movies. Fair. <laughs> That's the point of the movies. Okay, fair I don't enough, know. Fair I enough. think uh, okay. So let's boil it down. I got um, I got four. four Tarzan main needs contenders. to be in the right, conversation as well. Five main contenders. So first is Tarzan from Tarzan. He's definitely the coolest character in his movie. He is half man, half ape, and only wears a dirty diaper around for the whole movie. That's pretty inspiring. Second, <laughs> Mulan is definitely the coolest character in her movie. Mulan. 
She does a lot of cool sword shit. Makes a bunch of dudes think that she's a dude. And she has a little baby dragon. So, that's pretty cool. Now, when it comes to Aladdin. Aladdin is not the coolest character in Aladdin. Negative. It's either Magic Carpet or Genie. I think it's Genie. I want to throw Magic Carpet in there for respect, but it's Genie. No doubt. The um, And both Genies. Either Will Smith Genie or oh, Robert Williams Genie. No, okay. You can... So, <laughs> the, the question is, out of... Or no, I, okay. Now, I, I do have two more curious cases before we really bring it to a, a vote here. The Little Mermaid and Tangled. And the Little Mermaid and Tangled. First, is Sebastian the coolest character in The Little Mermaid? I think he is. I don't know who's cooler. No, I agree. I like part of me wants to say Flounder because I like Flounder, but also he's kind of a dweeb. So But at least Sebastian's a wingman. Yeah, Sebastian's always trying to get Ariel to hook up with Homeboy, so mm-hmm. that's a good point. Um, all right, so then Rapunzel. I think it's part of me wants to say Flynn Rider, because I really uh like my boy Zach, but I think it is uh Rapunzel. However, have you seen Flynn Rider smile? Yeah, it fucking sucks. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much of an opinion in this one, so sure. Oh, all right. Um, this a movie right, anyway. I've only seen once, not gonna lie. Oh, all right. Well, here's what it boils down to. I think it's it's Mulan and Tarzan versus. I'd argue Genie or Sebastian. Out of those four characters, who do you think is the coolest? Which of those movies has the best single character in it? So we got Mulan, Tarzan, Genie. And Sebastian. And Sebastian. I think it's got to be Genie. He's yeah, the I ultimate homie. He's going to adapt to you. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, he's so he's never not going to be fun to hang out with. Um, yeah, dude, he's I, a bro. I, yeah, throw a point on there for Aladdin, I suppose. No thanks to Aladdin. Mm. All right, let's. Uh, this next one, I think, uh, it has both a winner and a loser. Who would win and lose in a free for all fight, Luke? So. I think we got to identify the contenders here first. It's yeah, got to be Mulan. I mean, got to be Hercules. Sorry. No, you're good. There's definitely like some people who we can knock out right now. As much as they show off their fighting skills in the Shrek films, I don't think any of the princesses really stand a chance against um, a lion, a god, or a ape yeah. boy. I got to say, so, their uh, cameo in Wreck-It Ralph 2 really... Really ruled him out of that one. Yeah. So so basically, yeah, it comes down to what? Mulan, Hercules, Simba, Tarzan. I think, first uh, of all, Tarzan... Elsa's in there. Elsa's in there for Elsa's sure. Elsa's definitely in there. Tarzan, I feel like, is the first to go. Yeah, he's the, he's the first one out. He uh, wouldn't come with any weapons, and then also is just a really buff human. 
counterpoint, I think he and Simba might just get tied up for a little bit. That may be... Mm. I think he would go for Simba first because he knows how to fight with him. Or are we saying like we're just putting the one character from the ring in in the ring? Yeah, drop him in the octagon with the other characters. So it's octagon, not Infinity War style fight. However you want to do it. Yeah, octagon. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. So it's free for all. It's just it's just the characters. They don't have like armies and shit. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, So. So yeah, no, I think I think Tarzan goes. I mean, that's a tactical move. He knows how he knows the way of the jungle. He goes for Simba first. He knows how to fight Simba. One, and then two, he can let the other things kind of take care of themselves. Yeah. So I I do think those two get tangled up. Simba ultimately wins because he's. It's going to be a matter of time before Tarzan bleeds out with the Simba claws and teeth. Hey man, Tarzan kills that leopard in the beginning of Tarzan. Don't count him out. Oh, I, I'm not counting him out. I'm saying that it's going to be a pretty even fight, though. Yeah. I feel like Simba doesn't come out of it ready for round two. No, no. Simba, Whoever that's gets, what... Yeah. Simba's definitely not Simba about to win. next is about a... Yeah. So then in this easy. scenario, I think then Mulan, Hercules, and Elsa are all fighting each other. Dude, I think... On the side. I think Elsa takes this one hands down yeah well hmm. she's the only one who can like summon just straight up summon an army she can create any amount of like buildings and mazes and layers around the people she can just straight up freeze everybody around her just like we do have to factor in hercules's god power though that would be an interesting matchup well, that being said, Hercules can't do anything if he's in a block of ice. He also denies his godship at the end of Hercules, though, and that chooses to live out life on Earth as a mortal, while he'll still be like the super strong 99% god, 1% mortal, like whatever it ended up, or 1% god, 99% mortal that he is, you know? Like, he still ultimately is mortal, so it's not like he's going to have any uh, powers on the same level as her. He's more like ready more skilled to fight Mulan I feel like because they're both going to be swords and like he's just going to be stronger than her she might be faster but again Elsa can just fucking snap and freeze everybody and they can just like dink and shattered gone forever yeah so so I do think Elsa takes this one so point one for Frozen dude we got points all over the place alright now the important question is here is who loses i think easy rapunzel cinderella anna bell aladdin they're all scrappers they're good they're not losing i think snow white it's a little questionable i think aurora she's pretty sleepy oh i think tiana's a scrap like she's fine yeah tiana's fine i think where we really start to have some problems is ariel because if she just gets dropped into a ring with everybody else, she's fucked because she can't walk. Yeah. Literally, I think I think Ariel loses hands down. They're just going to come up and like start kicking her on the ground. She's going to have to cry and, and like, roll away. These other princesses are savvy. If it's a life or death situation, as they know it is, they know who to go for first. 
Dude, Snow White, she's got poison shit. Cinderella, she's gonna take off her glass slipper, break that little heel off, and then you're fucked. Shank her in the fish, Finn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anna, like, we've seen her fight. Aladdin... Makes sushi out of Ariel. He grew up on these streets. He knows what it's like out here. Even Jasmine, if we're counting her in here, too. I completely forgot so, about Jasmine, yeah. No. So, yeah, Ariel minus one. Yeah, that sucks. All right, hmm. next up, we're going we're gonna to talk about these endings because sometimes Disney endings come off cheesy in a good way. Sometimes they come off cheesy in a bad way, and they're getting judged either way today. Hey. Um, so, I think we got to separate the good from the average from the bad here. Yeah. So, now we also aren't judging the outright best ending. So, for example, like Mulan, I don't think has that much cheese at the end, but probably has the best ending out of all these movies in my opinion. But I don't think like I would I don't think I can vote it for the cheesiest ending in a good way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Good ending. Okay. Not cheesy though. So that one's that one's in the middle though. So that middle well, category. So that one's like it's not just bad. kinda yeah. out, it's just like not cheesy. It's kind so of man. Let's get the hamburgers out here first. I think I don't think Lion King ends on that cheesy of a note. It's like more triumphant and just kinda Yeah. Con- concludes it. I'm going to be straight up, dog. I don't remember how Aladdin ends. <laughs> Aladdin ends with him and Jasmine together, right? Is it just that, like, I don't remember it being, like, overly lovey-dovey, though. Like, cheat, like crazy or anything like that, you know? Yeah, I, I don't think it is. So, if it's not a memorable bit ending, I can we count it? That's, I don't, I, I don't think so. I would be okay. I you know I got Let's my word. I'm looking uh, at this list. I think Frozen has the best cheesy ending because it catches you for a loop and then it, it reverts it back to where it's like, oh, it's just all about sisterhood, and that's a, a little cheesy. But it's like the first time Disney had really gone for family over romantic love, and especially like sisterly love over like romantic love. And so I was, I'm confident in saying that's probably the cheesiest ending. In a good way or in a bad way, though. But that's what, like, in a good way. Oh, like, yeah. it's a feel-good cheese, you know? Mm-hmm. And I did just pull up the Aladdin summary. What happens is Aladdin frees the genie. The Sultan changes the law to allow Jasmine to marry Aladdin. The genie goes to explore the world, and Aladdin and, Aladdin, or Aladdin and Jasmine start their new life together. I think that is very cheesy in a not great way. Yeah, it Sounds like they just resolved half the plot and... I mean, to be fair to them, most of the plot in that movie is pushed on by a literal, like, wish-granting genie who can make anything happen. But, given all of that, they still could have come up with literally any other solution to end it. So, give that a negative one, because I'm 100% on board with you. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, Aladdin. So, good cheesy endings, though. Um, Belle... Or Beauty and the Beast, Beast Return to Human, not that not that great. Um, uh-uh. Uh-uh. That would have been a bad Princess and the Frog, she gets turned into a princess again, or real human, then gets made a princess, then has her life dream of a restaurant happen. I feel like that's a good cheesy ending. Yeah. I think for this one for me, I'm circling Cinderella just because it's a classic... Frozen, 
and uh, mm-hmm. and Princess and the Frog. Part of me wants to say Tangled, but it's just I don't know. That one like it comes off more in the middle, like kind of good, kind of bad, because it's real sweet, but then it's also like too sweet sometimes. Mm. And Tarzan, you're just like fuck yeah, Tarzan. That's your island now, bitch. Yeah, you're you're hyped for Tarzan. It's not a cheesy one though. So well, that final mm. drum beat that the movie ends on, that Tarzan title title card. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, injected um, in my vein. I think we can split this one between Princess and Frog and Cinderella. You want to give one and one or half and half? I want to give one and one because I think Cinderella is the nice classic started the good cheesy ending ending, and then That's for true. the newer endings. Now that this trite Disney ending has been established, I think Princess and the Frog does that in a good, cheesy way, paying homage to that, but also you agree. doesn't leave a bad taste. No, yeah, it's a very like progressive version of the Disney ending where it's like, yeah, they achieve their dreams, but they're also working for their dreams, and he's not a prince anymore. He gave that up to help her make her dreams possible, which is just like, work, not just working, but like fulfilling a need in the community and all this good shit, so... No, I agree 100%, buddy. So those, you can say that's like what the kids kind of get out of it, but which do you think is the most enjoyable as an adult? So I came into this with Hercules because I watched that most recently, and just the cast alone is definitely a um, homage isn't the right word, but it's definitely a uh, a calling card is. Disney trying to extend an olive branch to the parents of the kids that are going to be watching this. It's like, hey, you're going to be listening to James Woods and Danny DeVito, and they're going to be going through um, fucking Thebes at one point, and it's going to have all the like New York references, going to have all the, the accent where they're all talking like, that was bad. Um, anyway. <laughs> I'm but walking here. Then we started... Then we started talking about a little man named Tarzan, Luke. And there's only two words that I have to say that explain everything that this film offers Mm. to adults. And it's going to be a recurring theme, but Phil Collins. Fucking Collins. I I agree. I think going into these as an adult, you know what you're going to get. Tarzan is the best of them because you know Phil Collins. Yeah, mm. I agree. I agree 100%. Like I said, I really, I think Hercules has a strong case for second. And then there's always like, you know, like you brought up at the beginning, a lot of enjoying these movies as adults does factor in your nostalgia. So like I'm really partial to Mulan and a little bit to Tangled and The Lion King. But I think objectively, if I'm an adult who is just like, Give me a short list of everything each of these movies can offer me as an adult watching it for the first time. Tarzan, I'm like, oh. A kind of weird, like, not princessy story. You got, like, animals kind of king. Yeah, not not, but then it's also kind of got, like, shades of King Kong, shades of Treasure Island. You're not going to not get trash in the camp stuck in your head. And then you throw in Phil Collins? Like, sign me up all day. Yeah, so... Tarzan, it takes the cake there. Which has the best sequel, though? Uh, well, something important to bring up here is just the sheer quantity of sequels for some of these. Um, I think Mulan has three movies. I know Cinderella has three. 
I think Snow White has two. Lion King has two and a half, I think. Dude, Lion King one and a half Dude, is Lion one King of my one favorite and a half ones. slaps so hard. All the DVD extras on that movie. All right, mm-hmm. here's the deal. Lion King wins. Yeah, just In because of Lion King one and a half. <laughs> like, you get the Little Mermaid too, which I remember liking as a kid. I know that Sleeping Beauty had her sequel, so did Beauty and the Beast. Man, literally all of these movies had direct-to-DVD sequels except for Frozen. And while I really did like Frozen 2, Lion King 1.5 takes it by a long shot. The bit where they, like, Timon and Pumbaa sit on the remote and it, like, changes to the shopping channel. I remember, like, turning to my brother and being like, did you fucking sit on the remote? And then it came back. Yeah. Dude, that's one of those movies that you look back on that has a lot of, like, really mature... It's not, like, themes, but techniques and, like... um, ways of presenting the film like for example that thing where it's like the they're watching the movie while you're watching the movie and so they can comment on it and it's like no fucking like kindergartner or five-year-old is going to be like oh this is a great cinematic device but looking back it's like man i'm really glad that some fucking like film nerd was like i'm gonna make a lion king one and a half doing all this weird like film stuff so that kids can see this shit and it's dope I really lost that top that point I was trying to make, but, but you know, also the dig a tunnel, dig dig a tunnel. That song is one of my favorite Disney ones, actually. So, dude, that's such a quality movie. God. So yeah, Lion King takes the cake on quality of sequels. All right, Luke. So the next question I have to ask, I'm gonna continue on my two word little bit. Um, vibey beats. This Do has... the beats vibe, Luke? Again, you mentioned two words earlier that I don't think anything we've discussed can even try and compare. Tell me. Sir Phil Collins. All right, that was three words, but I'm going to let it pass. Whoa! So, Tarzan yeah, no. definitely has the vibe of, vibiest of beats. Can't not mention Mulan here, though. Um, 100%. Hercules, I mean... If we're going like, bops, the end of the unknown from Frozen's good. Sorry, I dude, stepped on you there. No, you're good. Frozen 2, the Lost in the Woods song, mm-hmm. is in my top five Disney songs. I know that Frozen 2 isn't really being taken into consideration now that we're past the sequels, but... No, yeah, 100 It's Tarzan. I mean, Little Mermaid's One... also got some classics, but... Tarzan, every single song is a bop. One that we've forgotten until now. Lilo and Stitch doesn't even have that bad of music. But it doesn't compared to Tarzan. Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride gets close. If the rest of the music in that movie had been at the greatness of Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride, then we'd be talking about Tarzan and Lilo Stitch on the same level. Oh, for sure. But Phil Collins authored a complete masterpiece of an album. He really didn't have to go that hard, but he did. No, not at all. Hmm. So, I mean, these people are going to be showing us around Disney World, so we definitely don't want to hang out with dicks. Yeah, we want to have a good sense for for what these people are like. And, you know, in the name of being painfully topical, well, Luke, in the name of being painfully topical, we can measure that by judging these characters with a... 0.5 
point or a negative point based on whether they would buy GameStop stock or whether they would be part of the hedge fund <laughs> that is a anti-retail investor right now, mm. to put it I love this succinctly. Idea. So. Alrighty, Mulan. She's buying GameStop. She I, is on the front line. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's her. Like, I I think we'd be lucky if she only bought stock because I'd be worried that she would straight up just charge the trading floor with an army at her back and just take down Wall Street. Like, yeah, she's down. There for would the be cost. no more. Yeah, I think next up going down the list we got Hercules, and I think for better. Or worse, I think Hercules is kind of a himbo, and I don't think that uh, he'd really get all that involved here. I think that yeah. we can just call him I a... think Meg would have to explain it to him, but he still wouldn't really get it. I think Meg would definitely be involved, but I don't think we can give Hercules any points based on so, his... We'll give him a zero. His involvement. Yeah. We'll, we'll Cinderella, though, I do think Prince Charming probably works for the hedge fund now. Um, oh, one hundred percent. So she would definitely have the short. Yeah. We're giving her a negative one. Dude, they live in like the Disney castle. They would be part of the hedge fund. Yeah, Snow White, no however, doubt. I think is is down for the cause. Now, I, I think could so. also I could also argue though that she would be like the uh, the unaffected mom, so to speak. You know, like the oh, that's interesting. I'm not all that involved. Like I'm just worried about. Like my kids and family, which like, then means she would have married rich. Well, she does marry a prince. True. True. But I if, think she yeah. might stay kind of uninvolved. Honestly, I don't see her getting involved on the hedge fund side. But like, I don't think I see her buying stocks either. Yeah, let's give her a zero then. Now Simba's an interesting one. Simba buys too many stocks. Yes. And yeah. then holds it until he loses all his money. Yeah. Well, I mean, he probably got in on it a little late too. Um, yeah, it happens. But that is nevertheless a buying of the stock. So we have a point. Anna and Elsa, I think they'd work together, and I think they'd buy the stock. They are royalty, but they also show a very—it's um, not like an open disdain, but like a aversion to some of the more overtly high class aspects of royal life you know they are women of the people that's a fantastic way of putting it mm. bell though beast is a cunt and he'd be in on it next oh, yeah. yeah no minus one doubt aladdin hmm. aladdin i think would he is be... used to the th- he would probably actually be the one leading the charge I agree. Like, he's probably on Wall Street bets. He probably yeah. has already deleted his Robin Hood account. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on board. Let's roll. We all know Aurora missed this because she was asleep, so we'll yeah, give her sleeping. a zero. Zero. Now, I think Tiana also gets a zero, not for lack of empathy for the cause, but for her business mind. I think she's too smart to get involved with this and invest it in helping the cause, like... But also not like rich enough to have the short and be in the hedge fund. Yeah, well, I mean, I think like she could be if she wanted to. She's a successful business owner, but I think ultimately, yeah. like she would, 
she would see it as like futile to the end goal, you know, like support. I do the think cause, she would be the, the best investor. Yeah. That's true. I could see that. I agree. So yeah, she probably didn't touch it with a ten foot pole. Mm-hmm. Rapunzel, I feel like she. I think she gets in on it. I, I think, think she Flynn does. Kind of has to talk her down from spending too much money on it, mm-hmm. but I think I think she gets in on it. I don't even know what Ariel does with this. Do they have the stock exchange underwater? Like, there's probably some underwater stock exchange, um, you know, between their village and the village of people in Aquaman. Um, well, if you so, by village, you mean the city of Atlantis? Yeah, that one. Luke. Um, I I don't think she gets in on it either. I don't and think honestly. She does. I don't think Tarzan comprehends it, so we're going to give him a zero points as well. Yeah, he's worried about island life. Now, back to Arrow real quick. It is worth also mentioning that she definitely doesn't get down on it um, because she, I still think, calls a fork a thingamajig. So. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe her like dad, but definitely not Ariel. Uh, I don't know, man. But next up, what do we got, Luke? Hit me with it. Which one of these franchises has the best ride or attraction at okay. Disney World? Hmm. Okay. We can so when, pretty quickly knock out the ones that don't have rides. So, Mulan. Um, is there a Frozen I, ride? There I is a Frozen ride. There is a Frozen... Um, Lion there. King has a dope show. But are we counting shows as rides? Oh, it's a Disney World show. So, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. like you're counting that as yeah, a, yeah, an attraction. Way I to mean, spend your time at Disney. Honestly, man, I think Frozen might have to take the the cake here because Snow White has a ride, but it's not at all the parks, and it scares kids. Aladdin mm-hmm. had slash has a ride. I don't know if they yeah, still... it has those magic flying carpets, which you can find at any carnival. And so Dumbo's the better version it. of that, anyway. Mm-hmm. And is right next door. Yeah, so that one's out. I don't think Hercules has one. The Literally castle no from Cinderella is kind of cool. That's the one that I was going to say is is kind of the dark horse. It would be a little unfair. Oh, I guess I guess the question is phrased best ride slash attraction. Yeah. That does also open up Lion King, but I think... Well, then also Frozen has a ride at um, Epcot through like mm-hmm. the Old Town, and then they have a Frozen sing along show at Hollywood Studios. Mm. So there's a one two punch there. Yeah, but I gotta go to different parks. True. I'll probably be around a lot of little screaming little kids. Yeah, the more I think about it, the less fun that sing along sounds. Hmm. Dude, I think the pla- I think the plastic takes it here. I think Cinderella's yeah, I think castle, it's gotta be like... the castle. The logo for Disney. Yeah, I. Yeah. Mm. All right, so we got we got some pretty quick ones we can knock down here. Let's go with first up. I got a question for you, Luke. Who do you think? We're not taking real life sexual orientation into account here, just based solely off personality. Who do you think is the worst ex? Because they're your craziest ex out of these characters. Hmm. I think it's got to be Elsa, because, <laughs> because yeah. number one, she's gonna freeze you. There, like you're getting ice sprayed at you at some point. Number two, she already showed how 
easy it is for her to fly off the handle. So I feel like that would happen. And number three, she is like the queen of Arendelle. So she like also has that like haughtiness and like that side of things to where if you dumped her, she's probably going to be pissed. What are you thinking here? Well, I'd like to agree with you on most everything except Hercules and Mulan are both really, really sticking out to me. Mulan, simply because I don't think, like, she's obviously level-headed enough. I don't think she'd be, like, go off the handle, Crazy X. But I'm more worried about if you do something to wrong her, she has the most lethal skill set. And that is then true. A, a means and reason to flex that skill set, so to speak. Um, but now that I've talked through it, I don't think that actually comes off as crazy as that's just like your most dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. Hercules, though, see, so you have to worry with, to me, with Hercules, you have to worry about Zeus. If Meg breaks up with Hercules, and then Meg is the reason why Hercules doesn't go back up to Mount Olympus, oh. and Zeus is mad at. And sees that, and then maybe Hercules runs off and tells Zeus some crazy story, you know, like, and then Zeus starts shooting down lightning bolts fucking every night trying to hit you. Wake up middle of the night, sometimes you're just locked in a lightning bolt prison, or there's like a goose who's shooting lasers in through your window, and you're like, what the fuck is that? And then Zeus's voice comes out of that goose, and then it turns into Zeus, and he starts throwing lightning bolts through your window, like, my mind just starts spiraling when I worry about dating Hercules. And you know Hercules is going to send you a you up text like three weeks after you break up as well. I guess, yeah, like a uh, a messenger scroll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, so, think, I think Hercules, because I won't agree with Elsa, but like I don't think Elsa is that crazy. That's the See, that's the key word. She's like Mulan. She's dangerous, but she stays pretty reasonable. Like literally the first Frozen movie is just about her being presented new info and then being like, oh. Okay, so, like, I was wrong. Whoops. Yeah, fair enough. So, point for Hercules here. Which do you think we would hang out with? Though. We'll have to ask an important question. Are we hanging out with them at any point during the runtime of their, like, original, their, their movies? Their main film appearance? I think so, yeah. Which which adventure would we join here? Well, the main reason I ask is because if we go hang out with Aladdin and the genie, Aladdin happens upon a lot of money that he likes to spend frivolously. And so if we get to hang out with Aladdin and be his yes-men for a little bit, get some money spent on us, that'd be pretty tight. Though, swinging around with Tarzan... And that would also be pretty dope. Fighting demons with Hercules would be pretty cool, too. Yeah. Um, also, hot take here. Roman, the um, African Serengeti with Simba would also be pretty dope. Especially if we went and did some uh, water and hole shenanigans. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think that one wins. Because, like, a third of that movie is just about him hanging out with two life oh, And then we have Timon characters. and Pumbaa, too. Yeah. yeah, and we can just ride on their backs. We don't have to flap our wings or move our little web feet anywhere. That's so true. Ugh. Yeah. Mm. Timon would Lion hate King, us. hands down. Yeah. We're going to so, hang out with Simba. Point yeah, Timon would hate us. There. I'm going to poop mm. on him. What do you think you can make a cool tattoo out of? 
You you getting a tattoo? I dude, I I want to get actually a Hercules tattoo. Oh, nice. I added this because <clears throat> I've been watching I've been watching a lot of Ink Master. Tom Ooh. and Madison and I were looking at a dope Disney tattoo ideas and I found some cool Hercules ones with like the medallion. And so, I also like I think there's so I think there's a lot of cool Hercules ones. Mulan I think could be cool, but could also be dangerously close to like getting the like a, the Chinese characters for like the word water and just looking like a dumbass, you know, like mm-hmm. so if you really focus yeah. around the art of the film or like the sword or something cool for Mulan, I can see that. You could do know, some do you cool think? stuff with Lion King too and the art from that. Dude, if you get one of those frames from I Just Can't Wait to Be King where he's got like all the colorful rainbows around him for the main with all the animals, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah. And also, I feel like Lion, if you're a word tattoo person, I feel like Lion King has some good quotes to, to tattoo on your body permanently forever. Um, I would get a Mulan quote, like one of the ones about family. That is honor. true. It does have a, that's a quotable one as well. And like standing up for your what you believe in, or just go wild and get a quote from Zeus, or just get Zeus across your whole back. <laughs> um. That seems that seems like something different than this, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested, but later, later. Uh, side note here: the amount of people that live in the state of Wisconsin that have the state of Wisconsin tattooed on their body is ridiculously high. I digress, though. Interesting. That's, I think it's got to be... I mean, same for Texas, but I always thought that's because it's shaped like Texas. You know, cool. Yeah. yeah A bunch of Wisconsin. fucking Wisconsin nerds. I can't even picture the shape of Wisconsin. Yeah. Just looks like a little head of, head of cabbage. A little cauliflower bitch. Mm. So, All right. Anyway, states, I, not cool tattoos, <laughs> but Hercules tattoos are fucking baller. Dude, wait, I don't know, because... Mm, yeah, I mean, I think Hercules. It definitely has the most color play. Like, you know, Aurora definitely has a little bit with the fairies and just the wild-ass colors that we get throughout, but I think Hercules... Um, damn, one that I don't think would have um, really had much to stand on other than this category and maybe the cool characters that we should have included as a side note. Alice in Wonderland. You can make some dope fucking tattoos out of some Alice That's in Wonderland. That's very true. I don't think it would have like really like. I don't think it was worth including, but I forget worth that's mentioning. technically Disney. Yeah. Damn, mm. that's dope. Oh yeah. wait, I got a quick question. Um, I meant to ask this when we were talking about exes. Who do you think's the hottest? Ooh, good question. Good question. I think obviously it's Simba because he hangs out in the savannah all day and gets pretty hot. You make good points. You make good points. <laughs> On the contrary, though, the jungle is also pretty hot. And swinging around in it gets you yacked. So, Tarzan. Yeah, dude. His delts have got to be fucking shredded. Look like Freddy Krueger dragged his little finger <laughs> claws all across all him, the shredded them up. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I think it. they definitely could have gone with more... Like ridiculous, like lean muscle cut up because that's all like Tarzan would be. He's, the only thing he's eating is meat, like meat and like berries and leaves maybe. 
Anyway, yeah. so okay. Paleo Tarzan is, is the hottest. Yeah. Tarzan's hottest. Who do you don't think... have any bearing, but you know. Who... Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think moves the most merch? Still. I think. So, I think the main question that we ask here is: Are we taking Frozen out of contention for this? Because if not, then I think Frozen takes this hands down. I think that you can probably combine the rest of the merch that the all. 14, 13 other characters that we have listed here. And I think it would still sell less than what Frozen sells. I agree. So maybe we give another one half a point? I think we just give Frozen an automatic point. I guess, oh, okay. So, no, wait, look. So we can debate. We can debate here. Anna well, or Elsa. Well, because Frozen... sells more merch? Ooh. I think, I think Elsa does. I think Elsa does as well. I think more girls will be like, oh, I consider myself an Anna, but I think Elsa makes for better, like, product. You are the one with the younger-ish sister. What what does she have? Dude, it's all Elsa. There's we. I mean, she has a good split because at the end of the day, a lot of the sets are, like, have a lot of characters in them. But the first big, they have these, like, I guess they can't see, but they have these, like, three, four-foot-tall dolls of the characters. And the first one she got was Elsa, I'm pretty sure. Ah. So so I think, I mean, out of those two, Elsa definitely sells the most. Um, I think I think a half point, probably probably a Lion Little King. Mermaid. I was going to say oh. Lion King or Little Mermaid. What from Little Mermaid sells? Just Ariel, just like in general. Red hair, oh, like. Just like the, the, the character thing. itself, yeah. Like yeah. just anything about... Um, Anyway, now the important question is, what do you think sells the most or the least merch as well? Because that's also, we're going to take away some points for that. Hmm. I think think... off the bat, none of the princesses, because so much of that stuff, like when I worked at a party city back in the day, so much of that princess birthday stuff is sold like in where it's like all the princesses are on the plates or like all the princesses. So there's a lot of stuff where it's just all of them. I, I think it's Hercules. I don't. I can't tell you if I've ever seen a Hercules piece of merch, because I think we can count the Tarzan soundtrack as Tarzan merch. Well, I know. Like, I still Tarzan is a. I'm trying. Like, there's not people will people will go as Tarzan to Halloween. Yeah, like he's he's still a recognizable character outside of Disney, but there's also like you know swinging around in trees hanging out with monkeys and elephants and shit like that's every little boy's dream for the most part Mm -hmm. living on a deserted island with no people so at least that was my dream when i was a little boy so like i think there's always going to be renewed interest in tarzan um so yeah i think it unfortunately i think it's actually because even like mulan you still see some of those like shirts with one of those cool quotes or like a fucking uh I lost it. I totally lost what I was going to say, dude. Anyway. Oh, or like the Szechuan thing. I don't know if we can count that as real merch, but it definitely, it drove interest in the advert, like in the merchandising aspect of uh, Mulan. Anyway. That is, yeah. So, so the last most important question, I'd argue, even yeah. was worth just as many points as all the other questions. Which of these out of the ones that have had live action adaptations so far has the worst live action adaptations. So we got Mulan. 
We got The Lion King. We got Beauty and the Beast. We got Aladdin. And is there a Tarzan? There's there a was Cinderella. a Cinderella one? Yep. Look Cinderella. It it's, got, uh, it's got Rob Stark as Prince Charming. Oh, no way. Yeah. So we actually, we have a, we have a few things to settle here. So there have been Hercules and Tarzan and Snow White movies. None of them have been made by Disney. I would, I'm interested, I'm interested in bringing them to the table though. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel like those movies definitely hurt the brand of those Disney characters. Like without those shitty live action Hercules movies, there still might have been interest in the character enough for Disney to come back to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Which I so feel like, like is still on the table. I was going to say, a live-action Disney Hercules may take the cake for best live-action if they do it the right way. But anyway. Because they could nail the cast on that. Dude, they could make fucking Clash of the Titans but Disney. Yeah. Yeah. I also don't know if they'll touch it now because they have Percy Jackson coming up. But anyway. The, the other question is, how do we want to handle... Mulan, which was so different than the Disney one, which I guess is in the same question that, or in the same breath as the Tarzan, the Snow White, and the other yeah, one that's that had fine. the non-Disney I mean, ones. That one was made by Disney, yeah, so it's closer to home than some of those other ones we're talking about. Um, I mean, I think everything, everything on here except for Frozen, unless we want to count like the Once Upon a Time episodes where Anna and Elsa show up. I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, I think everything on here then, except for Rapunzel, so except for Tangled, Frozen, and The Little Mermaid, as of recording this, because there's a Little Mermaid movie on the way. Yes. Everything technically has a, a live action. So I think I would like to remove from conversation The Lion King. I think it was not good, but I don't think it was bad. I think it was average and did exactly what the animated one did so i think we take that one out it was a remake like in every sense of the word in every sense yeah so there's i i hate it because i like i i wish that was more creative i wish more colorful but there are definitely worse disney movies live action disney movies on this list i agree and I also did not hate the Beauty and the Beast live action movie. Dude, the music is solid. The casting is great. Like, I love Dan Stevens. And it's just, it's fun, dude. I've watched that movie more than a few times since it came out. I'm more inclined to give that one a point for best live action adaptation, probably, once we get to this, like, settling all this. But, you know, it's by no means the worst. Yeah, I agree with that one. I think. Which I have a feeling an argument's coming here. But I didn't think the Aladdin one was that bad either. I think you're wrong. I haven't seen the whole thing, though, so... No. I probably don't have the legs to criticize it. Even though I stopped watching it, because I didn't like it, so... <laughs> I mean... should be criticism enough. But we can you're leave not, it. You're I mean, not going to replace Robin Williams. Which, yeah, no, but it's still... Again, it's by far it's different. not the worst on here. No, it's mm. different. I... I will probably go back to it at some point. I just kind of lost interest when I was watching it. It's less about it being bad and more about it just being similar to The Lion King. Not a shot-for-shot remake, but just not not enough, you know, in my opinion. I, yeah, I agree. Um, Blue, Blue Will Smith is something, but it's not everything. Yeah, 
<laughs> you know what? <clears throat> um, so then what does this leave us with? We're not going to count Frozen. Oh, I have a question. Um, hmm. Maleficent does tell the Sleeping Beauty story, like at least the first one. Oh, that's bit. true. And and those it, are good. Dude, the second one was way better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, way better. I thought it was going to be dog shit, and it was, like, surprisingly good. I was kind of invested. It was a lot more violent and, like, mature than I thought. It's, again, you know, it's a sequel, and it's not really Aurora's movie, so there's... But it, it was pretty dope. So yeah. I would like to see more of that. Not- like, more of, like... Give us like a a live action Scar movie, you know? Maybe not like mm-hmm. cheesy, like his pre, like his how he became, but oh, like that would actually be really cool. Show us, yeah, show us something that's related to. Show us Phil training a bunch of other heroes instead of training yeah. Hercules. Remake adjacent, mm-hmm. yeah. Show us uh, like what Mulan did as the leader of the army after she won favor with the emperor by saving all of China. Um, which brings us to, in my the opinion, worst. by far the worst live-action Disney movie ever made, of all time, ever, for any reason. There's so many things wrong with this movie. It's, first of all, Mulan. That's not what's wrong with it, but we didn't actually say the movie name. And so... Mm. It, but, it just... Dude, I've been dude. waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. It takes everything good and interesting about the character and boils it down to a happenstance, oh, you were born with it, some mystical being instead of just Mulan's a fucking badass and she decides that she's gonna not let the fucking, who is it, the Huns? Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's not gonna let the Huns take her China and so after all of China knows that they're coming, she's like, I right, bet. And then she just fucking goes for it because she's better than everyone else smarter than everyone else or not better she's smarter she may not be stronger but she's like has the the wit the cunning and then like the ability to think on her feet be creative not just oh she's got this magical floaty power and then don't even get me started on changing the villain from this super strong and like incredibly menacing male figure who eventually sees Mulan as an equal by the end of the film and like gives her the ultimate sign of respect by seeing her as an enemy on equal footing they take all that away give you some bs dude who has beef with the emperor that we don't even get to see and then they give us an evil witch lady because the only way that mulan could relate to the villain is if it's also a woman they couldn't have any shared fucking attributes like i don't know willpower strength of character cunning like battle tactician ability to... <sighs> so I think we have our worst. You don't and have I anything was... to say? <laughs> oh, I didn't even want to watch this movie just because the soundtrack wasn't there. Which I know that's not what they were going for, but My so much like... of that movie to me is the soundtrack. No, I agree. I th- and see, like, to me, there's ways of doing it and, like, paying homages. Like, basically, I get I get why they removed the soundtrack. Because they wanted to tell, the like, closer to the real story. Which you could have done 
but you still could have done it with like that Disney you style. You can't tell something closer to a real story and have the villain be a weird witch lady. Don't even. Don't even, dude. You can't add magic powers to a movie that's fully grounded in reality. Yeah, like there are dragons and ghosts, but other than the ridiculous anime shit that happens, like just the animated physics of it all, like it's grounded in reality. She's just a badass who knows how to fight and is set on saving China, and then she does it. But then she has to be floaty. Ugh, don't even get me started. Okay, this... Mm. So, we know who those are, which brings us to the end of our criteria here. So, I guess we have, really, four top four options. I think Hercules. we should start at the bottom. Who is, who is the worst by far? I want to know that first. Ah, the worst is Ariel. With Oof. negative half a point. Yeah, uh, she's the only one that scored negative. Yeah, we're not hanging out with her. Which, oh, that's, probably because we would have to swim. And, yeah. I don't know about you, but I don't really like swimming. I have wings. Yeah. And they'll swim. You know what's kind of sad is that the only points I can see that we gave Ariel in our little table is a half point, which means that we gave her negative points somewhere, and that's the only true point that she actually earned. Yeah. (laughs) For losing the free-for-all fight. That's tough. I mean, hey, when you show up to a land fight with no land legs, you kind of, you know. You're getting made sushi out of. Yeah, you're fucked. At least half you is. Yeah. Would that be cannibalism? Probably not, because mermaids aren't... Well, not if you just eat the fish half. Well, that's what I'm saying. If I were to be like, I wonder... If I ate a piece... If I, like, chopped off Ariel's finger and ate it, would that be cannibalism? That would be cannibalism. Compared to eating that's a the part human of part. fin. But what if it... What if it tastes like fish? Oh. Hmm. Because she, like, is... Hmm. She may be half human in looks, but she's still all Is it red meat or white meat? Yeah. Dude, I don't know. Like, I, I've never cut off a mermaid's finger. I don't think it is. I'm going to say no, because it'd still be like, this is a mermaid's finger. Because it is a different a species, finger. which yeah. is not our species, so therefore it's not cannibalism. Also, yeah, we don't know where their buttholes are. Their buttholes could be somewhere totally different, and that's how you really tell if species is different, is the distance of their butthole to their mouth. That's you know how I could tell the human centipede was different. That's such a good point. Okay, we'll get back to talking about the winner here in a second, but I got one more question for you. Isn't it wild how... It's completely unrelated. Isn't it wild how the... Uh, digestive tract... Oh. You know, the, this, I thought of this. that The digestive tract, your whole... Your butthole to your mouth. <laughs> your hold butthole, the hole in your gut. <laughs> No, hole to hole, it's just like an empty hole. There's no like actual holes that go into your body from within your like if you when you put something in your mouth, that something never actually like gets soaked into your body. It goes into your stomach acid, but even then like it doesn't like break down, go into your body. It's still just being like carried through a tube through you. Mm. And then like everything is stripped? Yeah, everything's stripped out of it and then it just comes out the other end as the poop or the pee. We need to get like a doctor on and just ask questions like this. I, I've got one better for you. How about a PT student who told me that in the first place? <laughs> yes. Yes, that is that's fascinating. Dude, I used to throw so many weird questions at him. We can talk about it. A little preview for future episode before we get to the winner here. We're going to have a... Uh... 
your goose is loose in the doctor's office. Yeah, in a, in a physical therapy office. Um, stay caught up on when that episode will be coming out by checking out our socials at Unruly Geese Pod everywhere. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Check it out. But, anyway, but Grant, so, so back we to have a decision. Yeah. Who are we going to hang out with? We can't just have anyone showing us around Disney World. Oh, man. Well, I think from these scores, it's between Simba and Elsa. Yeah. And I mean, and those would be two very different Disney World experiences, I may add. They would. It's also worth noting here that Simba has edged Elsa out by a half point that he won in the merch contest. Indeed. So that's why we're taking into consideration. Because I feel like, you know, if it was three and four, then, like, yeah, one of them's got a whole point over the other one. That's solid winner. But being just a half point, we, I think we, we got to make the decision here, Luke. Because you could technically still round Simba down to three because he's exactly dead center between three and four right now. Yeah. So, so I think we do. Yeah. So if we hang out with Simba... You know we're going to get to go into some behind-the-scenes shit, and you know he's going to take us into some stuff that probably he can't even go to. Well, we're going to get, like, the Hakuna Matata tour of Disney World. You know, no passes, but that's no problem. We probably won't wait in line. We probably won't make any friends. True. Other than Simba, the, the food we The food we up. eat would probably be weird. Yeah, I think he'd be into trying like to chase down, shit. like, yeah, they eat a lot of weird bugs in that. That's a good point. Elsa is at least a person. Though and our little goose tummies probably can't take people food like they used to. That is true. Maybe we might bugs have to are the switch right to being humans at that point. Ugh. Mm. Do you still have that trench coat? Oh, I do. Okay. I, I, I call the, the top half this time, just... though. Ugh. Um... But that being said, I think I want to hang out with Simba. Yeah, 100%. I think I'm just... I I'll see just the, go to like, a different food store. I see Hakuna Matata, like the music video, just playing in my head on loop, but instead of the like savannas and <clears> the jungles, it's Disney World. And so like that's pretty fucking dope. Yeah. Well, we're over Orlando now, but I'm going to fly south to Tampa for the Super Bowl. Wings up. Wings up, boys. Truck!